Hosting for two blokes talking tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for listening, thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 168, live and in person, something we try and do as often as we can. I'm Trevor Long, and with me each and every week, Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au game, mate. G'day, Trevor. We're at a game launch. Uh, this isn't our usual haunt, but uh, a lot of younger journos here and a few special guests, including some uh, some NRL players. We shall talk about them shortly yes. on Two Blokes Talking Tech. All thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au will tell you about them shortly also. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, as you say, we're at the Carriage Works in Sydney. Um, beautiful. I love this place. It's just such a beautiful it's, it's venue. So it's massive. Oh, it's huge. Massive. And, and split up into a whole, whole heap of little areas where they hold a lot of these kind of launches. You were here yeah, last week. I was here for, last week for the Destiny Beta launch. Yeah. And, and this week we are here for FIFA 15. EA Sports is one of their biggest titles, if not their biggest. Um, FIFA 15 will be out on September 25. 25. Um, you know, this is one of those games that fans of FIFA literally are holding out for because every year they they update the teams the players the 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 strips everything in it um as well as the gameplay and i think that's what we're experiencing downstairs they've set up six or seven machines which are running um a current beta of uh, fifa 15 quite exclusively um they have warned us don't take any screenshots so put your phone away trevor don't be snapping um, any screen don't let me catch you sharing these on instagram well you're gonna get the two blokes in trouble if you do well two blokes wouldn't do that so we were asked not to and we won't but uh, let me tell you it looks spectacular it does. That's it's great. funny. I was um, when I was coming back from from Sweden. I was in Singapore, and it was just at the start of the World Cup. Mm. And there was a couple of areas set up where they had PlayStations set up for people to play mm-hmm. FIFA. And in the so there was three screens: PlayStation, TV, PlayStation. On the TV was the World Cup. And when you're standing twenty or thirty meters back. Mate, no idea which was which. <laughs> well, mate, you know what? There is a religious dedication to this sort of this game. Yeah. There are so many people who enjoy playing it. My son's one of them. He, he spends hours playing it. We're here tonight. There's a couple of NRL players. I was going to say, Jared Hayne, a big Jared fan Hayne, of the game. Exactly, yeah. Jared Hayne, he, apparently he's a freak player too. Will uh, Hopawati um, suggested yeah. that he is an absolute freak. Yeah, yeah. well, he's, uh, he's all-round skills uh, on and off the field by the sounds of it. Which is interesting. I, I mean, it'd be an interesting conversation to have with him to, to wonder whether or not the... You know, the reactions, the reflexes involved in just your mental thinking around playing a game like this have any impact on his day-to-day. I think he's just a sports lover, and he's obviously his sporting instincts um, uh, can carry on and off the field. One of the uh, things they announced tonight was um, that the Australian cover of FIFA 15, which is a good thing they do. It's not just a global uh, launch. They localise the cover. Um, Tim Cahill, uh, soccer superstar. That was was a no-brainer, mate. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be be on the the cover. The international cover, though, is uh, probably going to be messy, is it? They they still haven't announced that, but I, you know, it's Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh, my money's on Messi for sure. Um, yeah. You know, he was he's the, a short price favourite. I hear he was the gold, <laughs> he was the golden boot or somebody th- award yeah. at the World Cup. So he's got a fair name against him. It's funny, you know, this game football. My son, seven, right, plays soccer on the weekends, but 
Like he know, like he's like all over. He knows all about Lionel Messi, no, and so yeah. he was watching the World Cup. But you know what? Oh, it, mate. But hasn't the World Cup come along at the right time? It's really wet everyone's appetite. Yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised they didn't try to bring this out actually during the World Cup or before the World well, Cup. There's obviously a lot yeah. of work goes into it. The September launch date, I think, was announced a long time ago. I wonder whether yeah. whether the the release every four years spikes. So, because this year of the World Cup, does yeah. the game FIFA sell better? It must. I think, uh, I think uh, whenever there's, like, for example, a major golf tournament on TV, I think people think, oh, I'm going to get out and have a hit yeah. of golf. Or, so, I think this, the World Cup will have an absolutely positive effect for the sales of I FIFA guess what 15. what they did with FIFA was um, they released that, that World Cup version. They released a FIFA World Cup game. Um, and, and, see, that's, that's where my son got into it. We had, a, we had a wall chart about the World Cup. Mm. Plus, he was then playing yeah. as the country. So, he would, he would come to me and go, oh, Netherlands and Germany. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Germany. You be Netherlands. And like we were playing the World Cup yeah, on the Xbox. Oh, well, imagine now with uh, FIFA 15. It's, I uh, suck at the game, by the way. Just, I can't. I Gee, just, why doesn't that surprise you? Beaten by how old is your son? Eight year old. I've never been good at those games where, where it's multiple players and you know the player closest to the ball gets it. And yeah, you're meant to be able to press yeah. buttons. To I've got a confession to make. I'm terrible at this yeah. game as well. My son kicks my ass. Now that too. does surprise me. Yes, no, uh, there you go. Great quality game. Looks amazing. And the release will be September 25. More on that as we get closer to the release of FIFA 15, um, all here with EA Sports. Well, it's going to be a busy few weeks for LG. Uh, They're about to release the G3 smartphone. I think pre-orders have uh, have begun with Vodafone, Optus and Telstra. all the telcos. You've also got uh, the G-Watch, which is currently available, although uh, a lot of the operators are offering it as an incentive to, yeah. to take up the G3 smartphone. And, and yeah, sign up on a contract and you got yourself a G-Watch. That's right, a free G-Watch. Uh, Not and a bad bloody deal, really, when you think good. about well, it. Well, the G-Watch is worth $259 from memory, so that's not a bad uh, incentive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm already using it, I've got to say. I'll chat about that in a second. It is probably, uh, I think, in my opinion, probably ahead of the, the, the Samsung the gear, not yep. that there's a lot of smartphones to choose from in the market, yeah, watches, yeah. but they've also announced the fact that they're releasing uh, a 10.1 inch tablet. Now you you may remember late last year the G the G pad, not the G tab, the no. G pad uh, 8.3 was last year's yeah. model, which I, I actually rated. I, I didn't mind it as a device, but they've announced a, a very aggressively priced 10.1 G pad. So this is a, an Android tablet, 399. 10.1 inches, running the latest version of Android, inherits a lot of the features that are found on the G3, like the knock-on codes, the selfie... The uh, knock-on codes are very, a very good feature of, of the G, G3. And to explain, you imagine the, the screen is split into four quadrants and your code is not just, not just a, a swipe code, but it's just you, you pick the order in which those quadrants yeah. are tapped. And the great thing is it's so not a... tap out a tune. They're not actual buttons on the screen. They don't appear. Yeah. As long as you do it in that order, they can be yeah. a small range or a big range. As long as you tap in that and order, too, it Because uh, you know, your family, a lot of families share tablets. Yeah. You can have up to four profiles. So and, and that will allow you to go into your own profile with your Isn't own set of apps. Profile feature of Android yeah, yeah. starting to come to life. It's been there for no, a little absolutely. while, but I didn't really play with it or see it until yeah. the Galaxy Tab um, S. And yeah. I've got to tell you, that changes my my world on when it comes to tablets and and phones because I've been using the kids mode on Samsung phones for a bit. Works great for my kids. You're at the hairdresser. I can give a little Harry, who's two, yeah. the, a Samsung Galaxy with yeah. kids mode, and I can feel safe that I'm just getting my hair cut. He's playing, he's drawing, yeah, I'm playing he's a not trainer, right? Any of your stuff. Yeah, um, sure. So the user logins is such Absolutely. a great feature. Another feature on the uh, the tablet is Q Pair, so you can. 
Uh, you can pair any Android device, not just an LG device. So uh, if you get a call, you can't answer the call, but you can screen the call. You can reject it or know that you've had a missed call or whatever. Uh, so it's that's an pretty interesting handy well. little space that everyone's getting into when you think about it. Apple are, um, Apple are working on uh, Matt DeGroote from Nova. Just um, a delightful gentleman pinching me on the arse. I'll get him back. Listen, um, so Apple have got, you know, when OS X Yosemite, um, iOS 8, you're going to have your phone calls working yeah. between the two. And, the, it, and of course, the, Q, the, uh, the side sync with Samsung. Everyone's yeah. seeing that you've got multiple devices. You yeah. need to bring them together. Make it easy. Make it easy for people. Together. Yeah, but what I like though, LG, and I'll, I'll talk about the G Watch now. The G Watch is the, one of the first to run the Android Wear operating system. Now, yeah. what I what I like about it is the fact that it's 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 more Google than LG. I know LG built a device, but it is it is agnostic in terms of devices. You've got to have Android 4.3 and above, so that you don't have to have a Samsung phone with you like you have to do with your gear. So, same thing applies to the tablet. So, LG is sort of ha- adopting a more Android approach mm. rather than an LG approach, which is which is refreshing. Yep. Uh, but no, I really rate the G Watch. I've only had it for a day or so. Yeah, so, talk me through the G Watch. Yeah. Um, so, and to be clear here, the Samsung Gear, right? The Samsung Gear is a is a proprietary piece of software. Um, that that runs only with Samsung devices. So yes. this is Android Wear. This, is Android this Wear. will so work this is a wearable with, operating system, and it'll work with any Android, any Android phone running 4.3 and above. Yeah. So if I've got a Samsung phone or a HTC or a Sony, whatever phone I happen to have, it's going to work with the G Watch. Now the G Watch works on Google Now. You know, with the cards, and yeah. you can you can literally talk to your wrist, say. Who is uh, okay? Google. Who's the Prime Minister of Australia? And it'll give you the answer do in two now. seconds. Do it now. Uh, in a layout environment. <laughs> okay, Google. Oh, okay, magazine came up. <laughs> okay, Google. Who's the Prime Minister of India? Oh, okay. Who's the Prime Minister of India? It has correctly. Well, it has Narendra correctly. Modi. There we go. There you have it. And that took how long did that take? Mate, that was. I'll tell you what. That's the first time I've seen OK Google work. And then what you can do is you can scroll down and read the information, or choose to open it on your device. And if you have your, your Android device, it'll trivia open up. night. Let's hit the. Let's hey, hit the mate, pubs. I'm there next week. I've got one next week. <laughs> So I'll be uh, talking to you by Rich Dick Tracy style. But, um, so, so you could be, be sitting there, and as long as you... Because you can actually tap to enable the OK Google part. You don't need to say that, right? Yeah, so you tap you, the screen, yes, you can, and you yeah. can say to your partner at, at the pub trivia, you can say, sorry, what was the question? Oh, Who's no. the Prime Minister of <laughs> India? Well, how about this? T-Long, the cheater. Oh, no, no. I just like to gain a competitive advantage, yeah, shall enough, we say. I'm at a trivia night next week, so I will be wearing the oh, G-Watch. I think, I think, honestly, the thing that appealed to me about the G-Watch was the deals. So the ability for, the, for you to buy a phone on contract and get one yeah, as a deal. Absolutely. I right. mean, yeah. so Telstra, I think, are offering one. Or I think Telstra are offering a $250 Visa voucher. Optus, I think they had a, an offer with the G-Tab, the G-Pad 8.3 and uh, char- wireless charging. Yeah. That was, they had first thousand, that went yeah, really yeah, quickly. Gone. Vodafone are offering a free watch when it yeah. comes out. So, uh, yeah, I think LG are going to have a very busy time. Yep. And, and I've got to say, the G3 as well, don't forget the smartphone, yep. which I've been using. It's got that really great quick circle case. I've got, uh, it's got this beautiful quad HD The screen. circle on the front, so just to, just to yep. bring people back, when you think a lot of people would have seen the Samsung cover, you've closed the front cover yep. and quick, you get this screen. Yeah. Very but similar, circular, but, circular. But, but LG put a circle there and you can have multiple apps in there so that you can actually right. launch apps. Oh, I can get into my phone, notifications I can make from a call, there. take a photo, listen to my music, go to my exercise apps. Uh, but you know, the quad HD screen, it's got 2560 by 1440 resolution. Yeah, really nice flat design. 
uh, it, it feels premium, and, yeah, and, and, just, and that's a five and a half inch screen. Don't forget. And, and just to be clear, on Quad HD, it's not 4K no. because it's not Quad Full HD. It's no. Quad 720 that's HD. Right. So if people are wondering why it's not called 4K or ultra high definition, it's yeah. because it's four times 720 Absolutely, HD. Absolutely, yeah. But no, but this is a 5.5 inch screen. Don't forget too. It doesn't look it because, because they've done a great job of bringing that to the side. The buttons at the back. And the screen goes all the way to the side, so there's no buttons around the side. So if you put a Galaxy S5 next to it, I don't have one. I've done it at home. It's the same size as the Galaxy S5, and, and it gives you a half inch more of screen. So it, it doesn't look it, but that's actually a 5.5 inch screen. They've done what the others should have done already with screen size. Well, and just let's just... see what Apple does because that's your big theory that they're going to go bigger screen, but trying to keep the, the form factor now, down. I've now, as I said three weeks ago, I've considered they'll go bigger, ah. but it won't be anywhere near as big ah. as people are talking about. There's okay. no way they're going to go 5.5 inches. They won't even get to 5. Alright, well the, the talk is it's going to be 4.7, so... Which is nowhere near 4, was nowhere near 5, well, 5.5 or tablets. Close to 5, but anyway, we'll see. Time will tell, but uh, right. look, LG... Some great products coming out in the next few weeks. Check them out at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right, we are here at uh, at the launch of FIFA 15. Thanks to the good people at Netgear because we record each and every week thanks to Netgear, netgear.com.au. And if you're looking for a stunning router, you've got to check out the Nighthawk X6. I can't even describe this thing other than to say, not only does it now look like a stealth fighter, but it has wings, it has legs. These things, it's gorgeous. I did a, um, I did a quick uh, Vine video of it opening up and extending if you want to check that out. But um, huge power, tri-band um, with great speed, great range, beamforming, and all the features we've talked about over many weeks of the Nighthawk. Full, full details available at netgear.com.au. It's a, it's a quality product. You'll pay for, pay for the value that you get out of it. If you're into gaming or streaming, huge potential with the Nighthawk X6. Check it out at netgear.com.au. Now, I was sitting at home Friday afternoon last week on the lounge watching whatever, and through my email comes Catch of the Day. And the email from Catch of the Day said, I don't have it with me, and I'm not going to look it up, but it said basically, hi, Trevor, just to let you know that if you, if you created your account before May 2011... Maybe you should change your password because we got hacked. Three and a, three years and two months ago, they were yeah. hacked. User details were obtained. Credit card details were obtained. Passwords encrypted. But they told the federal police. They told the banks. They at some point told the Privacy Commission. But it took them three years to tell their users. I mean, what sort of insanity is going on there? I just love the cat-like reflexes of Catch of the Day. It's uh, amazing. Uh, three years. Hello. Um, Oh, there's a lot of anger, I think, out there. Privacy and ha- being having your data compromised is something we've spoken about many times before. It's no laughing matter, but it should be treated that way by Catch of the Day. The fact that they have waited three years, that is a laughing matter. That's a joke. So in three years, your details could have been out there without your knowledge. Look, it, it is. we encourage people to change their passwords on a regular basis. Not many people do it. But when you're told that you're being hacked by a company, then you're forced to do it. This should have been. This, yeah. this news should have got out three years ago. It's a bit. It's a bit of a bad look for Catcher. Yeah, I've no idea. What? What? Actually, what? My biggest question in my head now is, why did they tell us? Because if they chose not to tell us three years ago, why do they tell us now? Yeah, exactly. did, did Did they fall foul of the Australian Privacy Commission? 
did they find out that the hackers were about to start using the details in some other way? So thank you for telling us. Oh, genuinely, thank you for telling us. But hello, yeah. three years is unacceptable. Well, even, so. even more recently, do you remember the uh, the eBay w- was compromised, yeah. and they took I think they took about two or three months to, to months, reveal yeah. that as well. So I don't know what the delay could possibly on, be. But on that, right, sort of, it's a forensic sort of investigation. I think we've got to be careful not to expect it that day because it's important to know what they got. Right? It is important to know did they get the whole database, part of the yeah. database. Well, that, that's the reason why eBay took a while Correct. because they. Were doing a little forensic investigation. It didn't take years. cats of the day three years yeah, to work. They could, that have, out. they could have built the opera house in three years again <laughs> if they wanted to. Anyway, if you are a catch of the day user, in all seriousness, uh, heed the warning from catch of the day. Change your password. No matter when you created your account, change your password. Now's as good a time as any. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, a very popular product on the market at the moment are network cameras, or IP cameras, little small security net cams. I think Belkin and D-Link, a lot of other companies make them. Yep. Very popular to have them in your home, in your office, your holiday house, to keep an eye on your pets or whatever you want to do. But managing, managing them all, you really need to be brand loyal. And you know, obviously there's an app for Belkins and there's a map for D-Link and yep. whoever else. But there is another app available. Uh, it's called Cammy, C-A-M-M-Y. And they're offering, it, it's, it's a pretty good deal actually, free download and a free cloud service that lets you monitor all of your cameras, no matter what the brand, in one place. So rather than you having to have several different apps running at the same time, you can just have one, all your locations, all your cameras, and to save on the bandwidth, it, it, it only detects, it only presents video when there's movement detected. So to save you having to download or sift through hours of video, so I think it's a handy little app to have, especially if you've got cameras monitoring your, your home or your office, holiday house, whatever. So uh, a very cool and free service. I'm going to have a look at that because I've got, I've got two cameras at home. I've got a Belkin, which is part of the Wemo system upstairs in, in the hallway. And I've got in my... This will be interesting to test because maybe it doesn't go to this level. But I've got an Axis camera. You know, it's quite a high level. Yeah. But it's IP-based, There is right? a way. Yeah, there is a way to do it. Like, obviously, like I think D-Link cameras work straight out of the box. Yep. But there is a way. It detects all your connected devices and then it, it detects the IP address of all of them. Yeah, right. And then you enter... Then it gives you a password, because a name and password, so that if, you, if it doesn't just detect it straight away, yeah. you can get a password, name and password, to get it onto your network. You can even choose to... Uh, to change the camera to a wireless connection or a wired connection, it's up to you. But it's also available for iOS and Android, and yep. both free. Um, um, sounds great. I'm going to have a check it out. Yep. Um, see if it works on on all of my cameras uh, and um, it's really the cloud easy setup too. It, it's uh, it's very you know what easy it to set up. Of? It reminds me of um, Apple's HomeKit or whatever oh. they're calling it because that's they're, they're, these people have identified exactly what Apple have identified with HealthKit and HomeKit. Yeah. You've got to have a centralized service that doesn't make you. It's isn't it kind of ironic that Apple is allowing you to go not brand loyal with your cameras or your whatever it might be in the smart home whereas their whole thing is about ecosystem but what this app does is exactly that one little thing though like I reviewed it on uh, I reviewed it on Tech Guide and uh, and I'm, I'm hoping this comes up in the next version. It doesn't. You don't get any notifications if there's movement detected on any of your cameras. You don't get a notification. You got to actually dive into the app itself to see what's happening. So hopefully in the next version, you may get a little. You may choose. And you know what? For a free app, you'd pay yeah, for that. Absolutely. So you, you'd, yeah, you'd, pay, you'd pay five bucks for that. Wouldn't yeah, you, you absolutely. Know? That might be their plan. So uh, yes. this is. Uh, no, but worth, worth trying out. What check it out. It's called. It's called Cami, and uh, you can check it out at TechGuide.com.au. 
Now, it's not cold enough tonight for me to be wearing my, my new jacket. But I'll tell you what, what, was it the weekend? It was freezing, yeah, it was right? Cool. I've whacked on my Bosch black jacket. They sent me this jacket. I've, I thought Bosch did power tools, right? And they do. And they, dishwashers. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff, right? But a, a, a very good jacket, right? So I sent this jacket. It's a $179 jacket. It's quite big. Um, it's a similar jacket to what I was given by Vodafone when we went to the snow. So it's yep. it's of that class. It's not a day-to-day jacket. It's okay. for when so, you're absolutely so you're you know, freezing wardrobe, conditions. Wardrobe right? full of free gear from all your companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good to know. Mate, I don't have many jackets, right? Anyway, so this jacket, though, has on the inside left breast down the bottom, there's a little cord. And you're like, what the hell is this? Plugs into a Bosch battery. Oh. And then... Excuse me. On the front, up the top, there's a Bosch logo. You press that, it turns on the heat panels. <laughs> so in the front, and left and right breast, and on the back, there's heat panels, just like an electric blanket. 20 no. seconds, mate, you are warm. In 20 seconds? 20 seconds. So what are you meant to do? You're meant to keep it on all the time, or you does it just six warm you hours up? of battery life out of it. So in theory, you could wear it all night. Now, because it's not because most people don't wear jackets that are skin tight, you don't, yeah, yeah. You don't feel, the, feel the heat right yeah, on you. Yeah. So it really just keeps... It, Creates warmth inside the jacket. Yeah, you got right. it zipped up. You got the velcro around the around the, um, yep. the cuffs. Keep the heat in. It just keeps the heat in. So is it like a wearable electric blanket? A hundred percent. But here's where it gets better, right? Okay. If your phone's dying, phone in the top pocket. <laughs> there's a you, you can put your phone cable in and charge your phone oh, from the same battery. I'm getting one. Right? I'm getting one. So All right. Is it is it too hot to wear the whole time, or can you adjust the temperature? Yeah. Uh, three three settings of temperature okay. indicated by different colours on the little LED. With the electric blanket. You turn it off. I turn it off when I get in bed. I turn it off. I keep it on. Do you keep it on. Yeah, my wife, soft, mate, listen, my, my wife hates electric blankets. Right. I've only ever got an electric blanket when I'm staying on your on my side. Mum. On your side. Anyway. You can have them on either side of the bed, mate. You do <laughs> sleep in the same bed, don't you? Mate? Yeah. You can have them either yeah, side of the bed. She though. encroaches on my side heavily. It's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. It's a great jacket for, and this it's aimed at tradies. Let's not kid yeah. ourselves. So if you're out and about and it's cold. Um, seriously, have a look. Bosch heated jacket, $179 for the jacket. And where do you buy from, though? Which were, at, a tra- at, at a hardware right? store. Niche so Bunnings. Stores. Not Bunnings, because you've right. got to go to the, like, Sydney Tools and those so kind of I'll places. I'll take a dishwasher, I'll take a, 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 a hammer drill, and one of, your, one of your jackets, please. Is that exactly. right? $179 for the jacket. It's about um, 90 for the charger and 40 for the battery. So you're, you're up for a 300 bucks okay. for a jacket. Okay. Um, but still, worth a look. I'll put photos and stuff up at eftm.com.au yeah, shortly. I'll do a story on Tech Guide to score one of them, mate. No, I'll send you the details. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, as you know, Trevor, uh, you, you follow me on Instagram and a lot of people... Ziggy and Zaggy. Follow my dogs. Yeah, my... my uh, I'm an unashamed, uh, proud owner of a, a couple of Dalmatians, and the majority of my feeds are f- funny photos of my two uh, Dalmatians. It's Ziggy and Logan, not Ziggy. Ziggy and Zaggy, not everyone. Ziggy it's Ziggy and Zaggy. Zaggy. Can you, everyone, please, tweet Stephen Fennick right now and say, listen, listen, can you send me a photo of Ziggy and Zaggy? Ziggy and Zaggy, Ziggy and Logan. All right. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. <laughs> anyway, the reason I'm talking about my dogs is because the, a, a couple of Melbourne entrepreneurs have created a social network just for dogs. Listen, if if Mate, if don't we laugh at this, this I, is a really I know cool I've story. said a few minimal swear words here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna restrain myself from saying that'll do me. Okay, a social network for dogs. Explain. You being a non-dog owner, okay? Well, just 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 bear with me a moment, but. Dog owners in the local area, and, and I'm one of them. My wife, we, we walk our dogs. We know all the other dogs in the areas, and they're you know. And, the, and so what we often do is organise a time in the park for our dogs to get run around and play together. Right? Is this Tinder it's for dog social, owners? It's, it's not. It could be, but not. But a few less hookups. But um, <laughs> but 
What it is, though, it's it's a very handy app. Like in all seriousness, it's a, it's a great way for you to find out. Like you create a little profile for your dog, so it's a little photo, description of the breed and the age and all that sort of stuff. And you can then see the dogs in your local area to organise play dates. But it also lets you know... I can't believe you're talking on, on this podcast about organising play dates for Ziggy and Zaggy. It also lets you find local parks that are dog-friendly. You know, if, if you know, in all seriousness, if a dog's lost, yeah. you can post a, a thing onto the app saying, that, you know, in this area, you know, we lost a dog and so people can keep an eye out for it. Yeah. So it brings the dog community even closer together. So, look, if you're a dog owner, you're going to be really interested in this. If you're not a dog owner, you probably don't care. But I'm a dog owner and I think it's worthwhile. Trevor, being a non-dog owner, is going to laugh at it. Doggy Tales, that's doggy with one G. Created by a couple of Melbourne guys, and the Peter logo, Leslie. the logo is a dog's ass. Uh, yeah, Peter Leslie and Todd Davies in Melbourne created it. Doggy tails, yes, that's right. A dog's butt is a dog's tail is on the on the app, but there is uh, you can then comb through different profiles. You can then uh, check out local area parks. You can Tinder see, for dogs. That's you can a... even see what facilities are available at the park, whether there's water, a fence. So yeah, these are things that dog owners have to take into consideration. Can you report people who don't pick up the doo doo. That would be a good idea, but a true dog owner always picks up after their pet. That's a real dog owner does that. It's good to hear Ziggy and Zaggy's messes are being left everywhere. Uh, Tweak Stephen Fennick at Stephen Fennick with a PH. Let him know that Ziggy and Zaggy are much loved. I will reply with a picture of of my Dalmatians. And by the way, just quickly, thank you to the many people who tweeted uh, Meal for a Meal Meal photos. Yes, we've retweeted every single one. We did did get a few of those. It was great to see. Keep it up, guys. Good cause. Now, one quick thing before we get to uh, your minute reviews. I was talking to a guy. In fact, this guy uh, hit me up on Twitter quickly, and I was recording that night, so I grabbed him on the phone. We had a chat about his product. It's called Your Fork. It's a website, and it's based in Sydney at the moment. It's actually not a bad idea. Hear me out. You are at work. You're at the office. And you're someone that loves cooking your own meals, right? You're not me, right? I'll get takeout any day of the week, right? And I hate cooking. But if you're someone who loves cooking, and you think MasterChef, My Kitchen Rules, people love cooking. You're at, you're at work. You don't think you've got any ingredients at home. You go to yourfork.com.au. You find a recipe. Oh, chicken parmesan or whatever. Yep. And you click it. And you say, I want that. It gives you the ingredients. You put in your address. You tell it when you want it. And they will go to Coles and Woolworths. They'll get you the ingredients. The they'll deliver it to the house okay. within an hour or at the time you choose. That's awesome. Right? So it's basically a personal recipe and shopper service. Okay. Is, there a Great cost, idea. is there a cost per, per, per delivery? Cost or? per delivery. Okay. Um, and they're, they're, uh, what are we talking? About, how much are we talking? A couple of bucks, right? Okay. But, you know, I said to the guy, how do you make money? And it's one of these startups, you know, they're not really thinking about making money. Yeah. But in the end, they do it's simple either, things like it? if there's two people order the same thing and they can get a, you know, two for... Two, two for one deal on coke oh, and stuff oh, they'll get it and they'll get the money um, it's a great idea because so many people love cooking or here's another example you're at home the kids are asleep you can't go out because you can't leave the house with yeah. the kids there yep. and you just you do you just want to treat yourself to a nice yep. meal within an hour right, right so if you're in the suburbs because it's in limited suburbs it's kind of inner city yep. uh, Glebe that kind of area and it's just launched in uh, Epping I think also yep. You know, if you're if you're in, in one of those suburbs, within an hour you can have someone come to your door with a Absolutely. personal shopping service. It's called Your Fork. Your Fork. That's not a Welsh way of telling you to get stuff. <laughs> your Fork. So it's your you're killing fork. me tonight, mate. So did you say uh, when he, when he left? Did you say thanks, mate? Can you get the fork out of you? Is that what you said? <laughs> Yourfork.com.au. I'll put some photos up at eftm.com.au. Also check it out. Uh, yourfork.com.au Two Blokes Talking Tech You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick 
Now, uh, we've had some correspondence from our loyal listener, Rob. Rob, oh, thanks yeah. for listening. Now, um, Rob's a highway patrol officer, did you realise? And he said that we're sweet if we're driving down the Hume Highway. Rob, keep an eye out, mate. Mr. Mr. Scipione, he never said that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But uh, no, but he, was, he actually brought to our attention something that is kind of taking social media by storm. It's the ice challenge. Yeah, you've heard of this? When he said this to me, I thought of that whole Nick Nimit challenge or whatever the no, hell no, that no. was before. Ice challenge. My son, I've got a seven-year-old son. He did it. And what the idea is that you, you sit in a chair with your feet in a bucket of ice and then they pour two buckets of ice, water and ice, over your head. Then they grab the ice that your feet are in and pour that over your head as well. But before you Why? do that, but, but, but just to do it, to record it and share it, but before you do it, you're supposed to nominate other people, right? You're supposed to nominate, like my, my son got nominated and obviously Rob got nominated as well. I'm very it disappointed, very Aaron. Aaron, very disappointed you didn't <laughs> nominate your father. Well, I'm glad he did. I warned him. I said, mate, you're going to kill yourself. But anyway, he did it anyway. But uh, look, it, it is something that... How does the charity element work? There's no charity element. It's just you doing it. Until okay, no, in Rob's one, yeah. he had to nominate a oh, charity, a charity as well. Yeah, but no, no, not, it's just a dare, basically. It's a dare on social media. And if you're called out on social media, rather than being seen as a, a, as a coward, people are thinking, well, I've got to step up and do the ice challenge. Now, oh, look, on the, serious not, on the serious side, there was a gentleman actually in New Zealand who died after doing this. So oh, my God. He, he, uh, he, it did, he was drinking quite heavily before and, before and after this incident. But he wasn't wearing an electric, is, electric jacket, was he? He wasn't, no, unfortunately not. But anyway, we, we don't make light of the dead, but it, it, is, it is obviously something that people need to consider before you do it. Make if sure you're if you tip top health. Immediate changes in your temperature yes. can do wonderfully bad well, things to your heart. So good on Rob and mate, yeah, no, because, good on Rob because there was charity involved. Good absolutely. on Aaron for no reason. And because we gave you a mention, mate, can you look the other way when we go about twenty over the speed limit? That'll be great. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. We'll wrap it up with your minute review, Stephen. You're going to kick it off. You've got two things. You've got a phone and a TV. So let's kick it off with the phone, the HTC Desire 816. Desire 816. Now, What's with the number? This is, uh, well, I don't know why the number is, but uh, it's good to see the Desire name back out there. But look, this is a budget phone. Now, what you get is quite good value. It's a $399 phone. It's got That's a 5.5-inch screen. It's running Android 4.4. So I, in my review, I said this this is the iPhone 5C to the 5S. So the, the, the HTC One M8 is yeah. like the 5S. This is like the 5C to the to the um, to the 5S. It's got a bigger screen than the 5, the, the M8. Uh, and as I said, 399 bucks. It's it's uh, got a quad core operating system. Got a really decent camera. Doesn't have NFC. Doesn't have a full HD screen. It's only got a 720p screen. Sounds a lot like what most people need in a phone. Well, absolutely right. I think if if you're looking and and, and for those people who rather than spending going on a two year contract want to buy a device outright that's not going to break the bank, they still want a big screen phone. Then the Desire 816 is definitely worth a look. I rate it highly. I really enjoy using it. It's really nice, sort of solid plastic feel to it. Uh, it takes a nano SIM as well. Uh, all the buttons are down the left. Uh, it's you know, obviously headphone jack, all, all the features you expect to find, except the expensive price tag. $399 for a 5.5-inch smartphone. It's got the front-facing speakers as well. It does, yeah, it does. And it's got also the um, the HTC, the, uh, sound, the the Beats Boom, or what is yes. it called? The, the Boom Sound? Boom yes. Sound. So that I, I had this set up on my desk playing music out of it rather than streaming it through a speaker. I was just playing music out loud through the d- device's speakers. Yeah, yeah. sounded terrific. 
Check it out. Techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And mate, uh, if you're heading into JB Hi-Fi, you might come across some Sonic TVs. What have you looked at? Sonic, Sonic. I don't know how you pronounce it. I like it's to say Sonic. Sony, it's not Sony Q, I've, I've found uh, out. I like to say Sonic, just Sonic. because it sounds yes. uh, it fancy. Sounds unique. That's right. <laughs> well, I, had a, I reviewed the 55-inch... Uh, E55S14A for the uh, model number aficionados, borderless smart TV. Now, how borderless is it? This is it is it is absolutely borderless. There's a very thin metal stripe around the whole edge of the TV. Along the bottom, there's a bit of a frame that's to sort of fit the logo in, I think. But this is an affordable TV. Someone who wants a decent size experience, 55 inches. It's a thousand and ninety nine dollars. It's a smart TV as well. Now. If, if, if you're thinking this TV is going to be better picture quality than a TV twice the price, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, the picture quality is above average, not excellent. So uh, you know, I was watching Wimbledon, and even though it says it's got a 100 megahertz refresh rate, uh, 100 hertz refresh rate, the, the ball going over the net was a big green smudge on the screen. So watching high action, like high action movies, sports. It's maybe not ideal. Maybe good for a second room, a bedroom, a kids' playroom, possibly. And this, just to be clear, that's that, they're the interesting things you need to know about when you when you're buying TVs and you think you're getting an amazing deal because you are. This is a great deal, yeah. but just be careful because it's the simple things like that that you don't see in the store yeah. because well, they show use, different videos in the store. Absolutely right. I use it in sort of real world real world use as I normally would use the TV. But on the positive side though, it is a connected TV, a smart TV and it has, I reckon, one of the best remote controls I've seen on a smart TV. Right. It's got one side has got the normal remote so the channel up, video volume up. On the other side is a full QWERTY keyboard with a trackpad button that is a dead ringer for the trackpad button on That's a Blackberry. I'm looking at your website wondering why there's a picture of a Blackberry there. Well, it is identical to that, you know the track button on a Blackberry yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowl and how good that was? Yes. This allows you to, to surf around your screen like you're using a computer mouse and the keyboard is really responsive so you can type in addresses. And, and that's on the back around. of the remote. It's on the back of the remote control. So on the smart side, you can access all that content. So that really, uh, I think, an above average connected experience. The Sonic 55-inch, $1,099 and the reviews on TechGuide. Check it out, techguide.com.au. And that's a wrap, mate, here at CarriageWorks. Thanks to the good people at EA uh, Sports, uh, EA Mobile, and uh, Adidas, who are here yes, showing are. off some boots. Yes. We've actually know. got some... Uh, we're recording in the yeah, VIP area. Obviously, they're, they're an yeah, audience. Yeah, Jared Hayne and uh, there's, I think, Josh Reynolds from the Bulldogs. There's a few uh, in our NFL well, players. fans here. of the Two Blokes Talking Tech. Absolutely. They're fans, yeah. They're, they're, they're they lining, up, coming up, they keep lining up with their, their pads for an autograph. They keep asking for an autograph. Can you just, <laughs> can you just tell them I'm, 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 yeah, I'm busy? I'm just saying, no, mate. Unless there's you're doors, a Rabbitohs player, I'm not going to sign. There's doors just here. <laughs> I'm just going to walk out. <laughs> Thanks for following. Thanks for listening. You can uh, check us out on Twitter, at Trevor Long and at Stephen Fennick with a PH. Tweet us, say day. Nothing to nothing to spur you on this week, but keep the meal for a meal going. Yep. Uh, it was good support this week. If you want to see week. pictures of my dogs, feel free. To Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Thanks for listening. Two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenning.